Hey fellow ServiceNow devotees, get ready to embark on a journey through the fascinating realm of ServiceNow with none other than the service docs themselves. I'm James Downs. And I'm Russ Shear. Whether you're new to ServiceNow, pre-Aspen veteran or just a curious soul, we're here to bring you ServiceNow curiosities, exhilarating interviews and don't forget the infamous A to Z game. But mostly it's about the random ramblings of two middle-aged guys with a funny story or to tell, right? Yeah, true. The ducks are ready, the mics are on, and we can't wait to have you join us. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the Service Ducks podcast. Today we have none other than Michael Kelly, Principal Solution Architect at Sopra Steria. Hopefully I said that correctly. Um... Yeah, just to give you, you a little you intro. Better, you did a better job in introducing that name than I did with Lauren. Oh, with Lauren. Look, Lauren McManaminaminin. <laughs> <laughs> I will take him Martin Michael. It's easier to say Michael Kelly. Yeah, that's it. Easy. That's it. <laughs> um, yeah, just to give you a little intro into um, our uh, podcast and the way we tend to do things on, on here, we tend to just talk about your journey into service now, um, you know, when you started, uh, whether you work for partners, et cetera, et cetera. Um, talk a little bit about your background with CTA as well. We know you're a uh, certified technical architect, um, as well as touching on some of your expertise around maybe ITOM and things like that. Uh, saving some time at the end for, for our typical alphabet challenge, um, where you need to beat uh, Lauren McManaman, um, who's currently sitting at the top of the leaderboard. Uh, yeah. So welcome. Welcome, Michael. <laughs> Cheers, James. Is there? Can I just call that? Is there a slight selfish agenda there, James? Where you where, where you asked him about item expertise? Because I know you've got an item project coming up. I know. <laughs> you I know. Slightly, for... slightly. Yeah, there may well be some, you know, service mapping slash uh, predictive AI ops coming up. Um, yeah, yeah. It may or may not be. May or may not be. I've got a bit yeah. of a curveball as well, actually. So I, I. Um, I'm well, you know, I'm I'm quite um quite up there with, with LinkedIn and some of LinkedIn, right? And I, I did you see my comment this morning? If you if I you did. were to sort I thought, of to, I uh, sneaky, actually. You know, but I, do you know what? I always do a Friday thought, right, Michael? I don't know whether you see this, but I always do a Friday thought, and it's usually something I think is quite clever. Well, I think it is. It maybe not. Um, but recently, I've been picking on quotes or just random stuff, right? And today's was, if you had one question to talk to, to ask a CTA, Certified Technical Architect, let's keep saying it, uh, what would you ask? And actually, we've got quite a few in there. Um, there yeah, was no common one. I'm not going to read out. It did make me laugh, though, but it's completely relevant to service now. <laughs> um, so we might ask a couple of those. The other thing I had to call out is, for anyone watching the video, come on. Yes. Give some appreciation. Yes, yes. Michael, we will get on topic, don't worry, but I just I just want to call out the process that James and I went through this. So if you can't see, James and I have got hoodies, right? We have that service ducks logo around. I've got a service nerd thing on the arm. Boom, you haven't got one of those, James. I don't. Um, but it was it was about an hour long conversation of which hoodie should we buy? What colour should we go for? No, that one looks oh, no. all right. <laughs> um, we should have actually just recovered it because it's quite funny. But no, I think no. I think what we've landed on, right, and let me just describe them. I've gone for kind of a pale blue because I think blue is my colour. James has gone for a 
A yellow. <laughs> a full duck yellow. Yeah. I just thought you'd have gone for a McLaren orange, James. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. I go for the bold colours. You've gone for the bold colours. Um, and what we've actually ended up with is, is if we were side by side, we'd look like, uh, what is it? Uh, Bunny and Ducky from Toy Story 4. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was it. Well, one of those colour wheels you get in when you go into the DIY stores. That's it. Oh, you know, yeah. A, a colour wheel. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> this is how I'm feeling today. Pretty blue. Um, <laughs> so, so I remember to mention that and just bring that up. Cause, yeah, for me, it's exciting times. It was quite humorous, but it's um, but it's exciting. Yeah. So let's move swiftly back on to- uh, topic. Again, um, Michael... Massive um, thanks for joining us and uh, spending a bit of time having a bit of a laugh with us today. So let's just, if we, we kick off, let's just talk a little bit about you, what your journey is with service now. How did you get to become, how did you, mm. let's start with that, right? Yeah. How did you first get into service now? Because that's always an interesting one. Yeah, that's true. So it was partly completely by accident. So I went to join a, a new company um, and they were just about to implement service now. And they said, doing this thing are you interested and we was like okay yeah so i i picked it up that was back in the berlin days and uh and i've not looked back so what what were you doing before then so i graduated university just as the credit crunch hit um so um it was like oh what do i do job wise so i ended up doing a few support jobs similar to to what you guys have done yeah mine was more sort of infrastructure so sort of network support and 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 I worked for a company that did like learning management solutions. So people would phone up from like, Ikea or whatever and say, I can't access me learning. And we'd have to go in and fix the problem. Yeah. Um, okay. So then I went to work for um, another big MSP um, who begins with a C. Um, and. Uh, oh, just to let you know, you can mention partners, but you have to put a pound in the jar. Pound in the that jar. pound gets saved up for Mylon James's Christmas fund. Just, just letting it. you know. <laughs> <laughs> so went yeah went to work for um a capita who aren't actually a service now partner anymore yeah. um and um they were implementing service now so we implemented a domain separated instance with ended up being about 200 customers on um sort of split public sector and private sector mm. um so it was a bit of a baptism of fire and i think i probably learned a hell of a lot in That's those it, first couple of people. years um than I would have maybe if I'd just been a normal customer doing a sort of normal ITSM implementation. Yeah. Um, Last week we talked a lot about um, our kind of inspirations from our career, and we we talk a lot about our, our kind of journey into it as well. And it's good to, good to hear that you come from that kind of support background as well. Do you think anything from your first few jobs, Capita, or you know where you did um, you know network support and things like that? Do you still see some of those traits and things that you picked up then? You still have the same kind of um traits leading into what you do today as a certified technical architect do you see it yeah absolutely i think there's a lot of there's a lot of troubleshooting skills that potentially you pick up or customer service skills that you pick up at those early days that actually probably carry on through you right through to right through your career like you they say you can't yeah it's just good good tip good tips and tricks that you pick up that actually yeah i I probably am still using today and i think we did yeah. did down me good, especially around difficult customers dealing with difficult customers we all get them from time to time and it's, yeah. it's how you manage them and how you and also sort of a bit of a bit of bringing people into your side of the way of thinking i think that's probably quite a key thing i know you covered that a lot on cma as well how you can sort of 
get your opinion across to a customer and say that this is how I think you should do it. Um, yeah. Which is quite good. Yeah, well, that's cool. Um, what I was going to say is, at what point during your time at Capita did you think, oh, actually, now I want to kind of further my career as a ServiceNow admin or developer and join a partner? What about a partner? I mean, did you want to join, was it Tism at that time? Was that your first one? No, no, my first partner the job. Was, um, was Engage. Oh, okay. back, when, back when they were Innovise, that was... That was oh, fun. God, that yeah. In fact, that, that, that's three partners. That's three quid. I'm, I'm putting, keeping a tally. We're doing well. We've got a few rounds going now. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I went I went to went to Innovise as they were then, um, and it was all right. because um, big organisation, new to a product, didn't necessarily know what it's worth. Obviously, saw the bright lights of here's some more money and some more experience. So <laughs> yeah, of course, off, I, yeah. off I went. Um, when when and, was that then? What what kind of you talking? So you so you kind of customer to then partner. When yeah. when you? I'm probably talking 2015, maybe 2015, 2016. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was about the same time as I did that. Yeah. Twenty. Um, oh no, I was yeah, 2014. I think I might have been. Um. So yeah, went off, did some really cool stuff of in, in advise as they were then. Um. Uh, been all over. Um, did I, I don't know whether it still is, but it was the biggest service now implementation in the UK at one point nice. um, for a bank that's based up in Scotland. Um, uh, and then yeah, learned learned a load of good skills. Sort of worked my way up as most of us do, sort of mm. TC STC, um, and then um, <laughs> uh, engage ESM as they were then. Got bought by Atos. Yes. Um, and as, as we all know, that can be a, an interesting journey. Yeah. Um, so I thought maybe it's time to move on. So I moved on to Tesm, and then I was at Tesm a month, and they got bought by um, <laughs> who who uh, James now works for. We're very good. <laughs> so so did you? I've I got I've got two questions. I best go quick because I always forget because I'm getting old. But have you two worked together before then? You and James, or James and you? Only only at um. <laughs> Only at one the, the one that ends with C. Well, I'm thinking now. And this is this is a whole new game, isn't it? Should we scrap the alphabet challenge and just go with this? I've got another question about the alphabet challenge because James and I had this debate the other day, right? Because we use the words, um, we use the phrase alphabet challenge or A to Z game interchangeably. And yeah, in do. true marketing fashion, we've decided we need to hit on a on a. <laughs> On a, on a specific phrase and keep using it. So I think we've gone with, what have we gone with? Alphabet gone challenge. Alphabet challenge. Yeah, right, okay, we've gone with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Slightly irrelevant, but it just came to my head while I thought about it. So when you joined... We, we tend um... to do a lot of our admin during the podcast, don't we? Write <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it up, keep a list. Wait, so when you joined the partner, though, so if your back, um, background was kind of infrastructure support before, were you then kind of pigeonholed Another term I love. Were you then pigeonholed into kind of infrastructure itemy based stuff then, or were you kind of jack of all trades and so, on your way? Like all of us, I started in ITSM as we all do, um, and and implemented that. And then I suppose as ITSM was sort of dropping off, I was looking for something else. And I think a lot of partners back in those days were sort of starting to think, well, maybe we should get people to specialise in stuff. So I sort of 
moved into the item space because I wanted to rather than and I think mm-hmm. actually um, having done it for so long now I think and, and brought people through that process I think if you've got a bit of an infrastructure background or you've done stuff with infrastructure before you almost understand what the other person on the other side of the desk is going through so you can have Absolutely, conversations yeah. a lot easier yeah yeah definitely definitely um so obviously you, you're becoming this kind of like item specialist i think any any questions about item it was always i'll go speak to michael let's get michael involved um are you able to kind of keep up um or even since moving to to sopra Steria, have you been able to kind of expand your your uh abilities there now have you have you probably not in the item space i think i've probably yeah. I've probably to a certain extent gone as far as I, I think I probably could with that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I know a customer that you're currently working with, we were doing some quite cool yeah. stuff in the cloud space that even ServiceNow had not touched before. Um, yep. So that was an interesting um, interesting experience. Um, but I think um, I, my, my soft skills now, I think I'm, I'm probably honing my soft skills of that finally being dragged kicking and screaming into actually managing people which i've managed to avoid now for (laughs) 10 years or whatever it is so um um yeah i think i I think the move i'm probably now focusing more on my soft skills and and that side of the fence and probably more strategy and all that sort of stuff that potentially i wasn't doing as much i was doing a little bit of it but i wasn't doing as much as i am now um like the previous partner Okay, so that that that's an interesting kind of word you throw in there, strategy, right? Because we we spoke to Jeremy Duncan. There's a name I can pronounce. <laughs> we spoke to Jeremy Duncan um, a few months back now, actually, um, certified master architect, and we discussed the difference between certified master architect and certified technical architect. Um, where do you see where do you see the the kind of boundaries are between the two? So James so I, being I CMA. With, I agree with the way Jeremy explained it, actually. I think that's a really good way of explaining it. The fact that actually uh, a master architect is more talking at that C-suite level. They're designed to sort of have more of those roadmap strategic conversations. And I think a CTA is more around the technical solution. So if you've got a technical question or you want to understand technically how something will bolt together or how, how you put together a solution technically, then I think that's probably where where a CTA sits in that space perfectly. But I think, I think as everybody does, and I'm sure James will probably vouch for this, there probably is a bit of a grey area, and I think a lot of people are moving into that grey area. So I'd say I'm probably doing a bit more CMA stuff now in my current yeah. role, where I was definitely doing a lot more CTA stuff in my previous yeah. role. That's really interesting, and and that's something actually I, I was I was just kind of identifying. It's like when you. I think strategy spans both. If you were to kind of contain both the roles as you and Jeremy discussed it, strategy spans both. And for me, I think what we're saying is a CTA would kind of input into that roadmap from with with CMAs. But it's quite interesting that you you're kind of saying you're you're you you almost feel like you're not morphing into the role, but but doing a bit of the element of the kind of um, what I would call enterprise architecture um, piece as well, right? Yeah. Um, that's that's very very interesting so there is um i don't know whether you saw this um a few weeks ago so i i was looking at um trying to get my cta so um i, I was thinking to myself right okay 
certified technical architect that floats my boat yeah we we discussed all this with, with jeremy what you know um what suits different people that floats my boat so i i kind of went on a journey to think right okay i'm gonna i'm gonna try and get my cta i'm gonna try and register for this course not knowing all the ins and outs of how to register and i had to be faster than a bowl of lightning to click the button i didn't know any of this so when when did you take I guess my question is let's go to the cta now when did you when what cohort were you on and how did that process look like for you what was your journey so i was on the that. pilot so i was on the first ever cohort so i really own certificate number 10. really wow, wow. <laughs> you should put that on your linkedin profile right yeah. Um, so I was actually put forward for the program. So all the I think the top six all got a couple of places each globally. Um uh so yeah, we basically had a place and I was asked, did I want to do it? And I said yes. So um as a again, I was at the right place at the right time. So um, yeah. I must I must should have really bought a lottery ticket because uh yeah that was uh, so- so you didn't go through the clicky button process. It was no. kind of and I think the sad. Okay, I, I'm very much with you guys that I think having been on both sides of the fence now, and I'll probably go into more of this in a bit. But I've now been a, a candidate and an assessor, um, so I understand the, the whole process now. Um, I would probably say that I think people probably should be more selected on ability rather than who can click the button first. That yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing, you know, until the day. And I stupidly, like a mug, thought, I'm going to walk my dog this morning. And I got back 15 minutes too <laughs> late. Time. <laughs> yeah, I've got time. That's I didn't even think, ridiculous. it didn't even cross my mind that I've had time. I just thought, nah, I'll just click it now or later. Doesn't really yeah. matter. <laughs> <I'll get in>. <laughs> <laughs> so so what yeah. did the, the course look like then? So you, you've, you've kind of landed yourself in the, in the course. Um, and let's be fair, right? Let's be fair um it's not at the minute it's not it shouldn't be judged on who can click the button fastest and that's not what we're trying to say right so i think let, let, let's just big it up a little bit you were selected to go on it so that's got to be that's quite prestigious right so credit to you for being selected and in that category where they thought michael's the guy we want him to represent us go and get a cta so it's a great opportunity so when you got on the course though, what, what did that look like what does the structure look like tell us how did so it work? It was a bit of a weird one because they were sort of not not still building it, it was built, but they weren't sure the structure would work in the way it did. So the way it works is you get um basically a load of training via now learning. So they release a certain group of modules every week that you've got to go and do. Um and then off the back of that you will have um initially it was multiple presentations. Um, then they realized that that didn't work. So then said a single presentation about a particular topic. Um, so you'd have to produce sort of, I don't know, a few slides on a, on a topic. So it might be domain separation, for example, or it might be security, or it could be um, uh, development processes or governance. Why, why should we have governance in service now? Things like that. Um, and um then you would present back on a Friday afternoon. I don't know why they chose a Friday afternoon, but they chose a Friday afternoon. Yeah, why not? Um, we to... do the Friday afternoon for this podcast. True. True. <laughs> <laughs> um, to, to, um, to then present back to the team. So each week they would have a wheel of death 
and each week a cohort <laughs> sure, would, it's not cool, a, a cohort would get selected um or, or multiple cohorts would get selected to present um what they've done so it was it was a bit of bit of they call it a, um what's the term they used blended learning environment um so you do a bit of bit of self learning a bit and i think the big thing that i found really useful was actually they'd mix the cohorts up really well so we had really technical people like me but then we had more sort of processy or more sort of um not okay. so technical people so going into that did you when you 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 first landed so so you've been recognized you're on the on the cohort you go through the presentations was there a moment when you thought um when you thought i'm not ready for this or was was you know what i mean was the was the things that you learned that thought i'm out of my depth or did you just think i'm ready for this i've already been doing architecture for quite a long time and this is just validating and, and bolstering or giving me more kind of tools well, in my toolbox i think tool it box. was the i think it was the sort of more more um more theory based stuff so like togaf or it for it or the the governance stuff that i was like i've not not really touched this before this is all new to me this is i'm a bit out of my comfort zone here so the technical stuff um like some of the technical stuff they're doing the next experience stuff um where you had to download something and play with all these different components and it was like wow this is even a bit more technical than than i'm used to so i think um being the first course they were trying to get the level right so i think and and service now one thing they are really good at is feedback so we were constantly going through that feedback loop um and updating them so that actually the next course and the course after that would be a lot better than than the course that we were on i think um, it was interesting being a bit of a trailblazer and sort of being mm. being involved in that early stage of that process because nine times out of ten usually when we get to it as a partner um it's usually been through a few routines and it's yeah, actually yeah, a really tried and tested process um so yeah i think that they were the bits I, I was happy in the technical space, but the the more sort of theoretical space, I think, was a bit out of my comfort zone. I think I'm a better architect now, off the mm. back of having been through that process and learnt that extra stuff. That potentially, if I'd just been a normal architect playing in the ITOM space, I might not necessarily have done it. And I think I probably am giving a much better value to our customers now than I was beforehand because now I start talking about things like governance or. Um, making sure they've got the right processes and the right controls in place to deliver what they're trying to deliver. Yeah, that's interesting because I think I think that was one of the main questions that came from your LinkedIn post, wasn't it, Ross, in terms of they really wanted to understand what did you get out of the CTA program that you actually use on a day-to-day -day basis in your project delivery? How much have you changed um, what you do and, and your approach to things? I think that was some yeah. of the questions. I, and I think that that for me is is like um that's like an enlightening sentence that you mentioned there before because it it's when when you say because you got CMA and CTA, certified master architect and, and uh, certified technical architect. I'm saying my light in case anyone's not really following and just joining at this point. But you, you kind of you kind of take it. I don't know. Subconsciously, when you hear the word technical, you think, "Well, it's all technical stuff, right?" It it it's all about um uh, I don't know how to split functions in a scripting query or when to create yeah, actions, yeah. and yeah. you think that naturally, right? Um, but you don't know. You you kind of take for granted that well, of course, there's got to be governance and processes. So that, that that's obvious stuff. Um, so it's interesting that you mention that because I think that's 
for me personally, that that's the bits that I would take away from it. That validation that oh, I do that, but it's called this. All oh, right, okay, I didn't realise that was the formal name for it. Um, so that that's really interesting for me, and I'm sure a lot of people listening will take that away as well. Um, like you said, based on the, the LinkedIn comments that that we had. Yeah. So what I've got a question about if there was someone like it could have been Russ or anybody who is maybe senior. Um, maybe they're an architect, maybe they're a technical consultant, they've heard of it, they've seen um, people go through it. What is truly the value for them in attending the course? So like, what do they personally get out of it other than, yes, you've got more skills, potentially a pay rise. Um, is there anything else that you you get out of it? What, what's in it for them? For I think, this course? I think it, it makes you, it, it make, gives you that extra roundedness in service now, I think. Um, potentially, I'm quite happy now. I, I've done, I'm happy in the ITOM space, I'm happy in the ITSM space. You check me at CSM or FSM or even GRC or SecOps now, I'm quite happy to architect that because I understand the platform okay. as a whole. And actually yeah. now um, I've got enough knowledge and enough experience to sort of go, okay, I don't, there might be bits I don't know, but actually from an architectural perspective, it's all architected roughly in the same way. So actually bolting those bits together aren't, isn't a challenge anymore yeah yeah so what what advice do you have for individuals presumably you would um you know promote trying to go through this this particular uh, program for individuals would you suggest that they need to be a certain level before applying um i don't know if you feel that maybe the ctas have become diluted by the amount of people that are applying and the amount that are being you know certified on a on a yearly basis um what would you suggest is who is the ideal candidate to apply for a CTA? I think it's probably somebody that's done architecture for a while and is comfortable yeah. in that role. Um, I think um, as, as anything, you're always learning, but I think actually probably somebody who's in that sort of junior, junior architect or, or sort of that architecture level um, who wants to sort of bring their career up a little bit further, I think probably is the ideal candidate for that. Somebody who's got plenty of experience, understands, um, understands the platform, understands areas of the platform, probably not just one area, probably multiple areas. I think you, you've got to have a bit of depth of knowledge, but not necessarily, you, as we all know, nobody's ever going to know the whole platform now. It's far too big. Yeah. You, you, you can't know it all, but at least have probably a couple of areas that they, they feel comfortable in. Um, and then um, I, I'd say definitely, yeah, I know it's I know it's a challenge at the moment, and obviously ServiceNow have, um, have not made it easy to get people onto courses but i think if if that's your goal if that's what people really want to do i think then yeah it's definitely some worth worth so, so do yeah. you do you think and here's an open question to, to both of you actually because i don't think i've asked you this james but do you think because i the way i understand it i think there's um one cohort per region per year don't quote me on that please don't comment in if i'm wrong this is our podcast We'll go with it. <laughs> but I think, I think, I think there is like uh, one for uh, Europe, one for um, APAC, one for um, uh, North America. I think. Let's go with that. I think you're um, right, Russ. I think based on so, what I've seen, I think there is one per region. So yeah. let's pretend that that's that's the case. <laughs> um, but do you think the do you think they should be increasing that per year? Um, because like I said, from what I saw, it's quite hard to get a place on there. So the the demand for it is quite high right so sh should that increase or does that then you know I mean? does that then bring everyone up to the to the level and i think you've got to get the balance right i think you can't have it so that everybody and i know on my course there was a few people that failed that i wasn't expecting to fail 
Oh right, okay. Actually, it was actually. Oh, so you can fennel then? Yeah, they actually set the bar the bar quite high. I think I said I don't think they got it. I, I never did find out, but based on um, based on conversation, yeah, because um, it's all done on a so the the final exam for want of a better one. James would have been through a similar process. Is that you have what's called a a capstone review. So you have to give a presentation about a fictitious scenario. Um, and you then get marked against a, a, what they call a rubric, which is basically just a set of criteria. Um, uh, and um, if you meet all the all the right goals and you've attended all of the um, virtual learning in, uh, uh, sessions, and you've, I think they also did quizzes for us. I don't know whether they still do that, but we had a, a quiz every two weeks in now learning that we had to pass. Um, uh, if you tick all those boxes, then you go, here's your CTA. Um, right, okay. So that's interesting think, so i didn't know that you yeah, i didn't well i didn't even think whether you passed or failed i just thought well you do the course you've submitted that well, amount of time but i think it's kind of no, no. Uh, a moderately pass rather than a, a failure but coming back to what we said last week let me just make this clear failure is just an opportunity to succeed we said that last time let's keep going <laughs> so don't feel the song if you for a different fail. region <laughs> Yeah, but you would <laughs> reapply for a different reason. I'd be fast on the van. <laughs> okay, so I'm just I'm 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 conscious of time, but that but that was um that was uh, um yeah some infi- insightful information there, Michael. So, yeah. but what I do want to do is I just also done... get some decent merch as well. Oh, we you love s- the merch. You ruined it for Swag. me. You ruined that was literally it. where you were going. I was <laughs> where I was going. And a and a nice little pin badge as well. Right, Very nice. Michael. You have destroyed my next bit. Um, we haven't really. But I was going to go to um, some LinkedIn questions, right? People have, have, have um, been messaging um, with their questions. One of them was, do you get a pin badge to wear at events? You have proven that is correct. Do you wear it? Uh, I've worn it once um, to a ServiceNow user group meeting, but I've not worn it since then. Did anyone actually notice? Uh, only one of my ex-colleagues. Was, was that to kind of poke and go, ah, ah, or was it, oh, I see <laughs> did that. Um, no, actually, I I thought more I people thought... would have noticed than did, I suppose. It's one of those things that I think a lot of people, because you get a lot of customers at those events, and they probably didn't realise what it was. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you get one, Joe's? I did. I got a bag. Um, I got I a badge. I thought was supposed to be better, yeah. Uh yeah, I mean there was like a, a jacket. Like a I thought they like were giving out jackets at CMA. Oh, I didn't. No, I didn't get that. No. What did Water you get bottle, then? Like a similar thing. I think I've got it down here somewhere. I've got. A few yeah, let's see your badge. Pieces, but... Come on. Get, get I, wonder, I wonder if we've got the best badge. <laughs> no one has a better badge than this one. <laughs> I've got a funny story about my merch actually. Um. So I, I. So it all comes from the states because obviously service now based out there. Um. And um. I moved house between it coming to the UK and not. So actually it went to the old address. So I had a mass panic of how do I get the merch that was supposed to come to me that's now gone to an address I don't live at anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, do I now knock on the door? What do I do? Um, In the end, um, I emailed service down and they sent me another load. But (laughs) There's just just some random guy walking into Tesco's with a CTA badge on. (laughs) <laughs> Where have you been on it? <laughs> right, let's have a look. Let's have a look. So we've got, do you get sent to CTA badge? We've had that. 
what skills do you uh, did it teach you that you didn't already have? I think we've touched on that as well. What advice do you have for individuals? We've touched on that. Um, let me pick out. Let me just pick out. Nice. And you've still got the label on it, so you do use it then, obviously. So what practical knowledge we've got that? I think we've, we've touched on quite a bit of it. There's some wordy ones I'm going to try and get to. Let's have a look. What's the most frustrating part of being a CTA? Ooh, I'll be interested in how you answer this one. Controversial. It's Isn't probably it? um, when, and James would have experienced this with a certain customer that we've worked, both worked for, um, when you are giving them advice based on your knowledge and experience and um, they decide to do the complete opposite or not follow your advice. It that's is standard. It is, that's, yeah. that's probably the most frustrating thing. Yeah, yeah. That, that's. I think yeah, the I get one it. thing I get is when when it would be it could be colleagues or it could be customers or whoever they'll go, oh, you're a CMA, you know, you should know this. <laughs> so it's the ex expectation that because you have this badge, you're Chuck Tomasi or someone who has so much knowledge that uh, you should know everything about ServiceNow. Um, you know, you've got that well-rounded knowledge. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's fair game, to be honest. I'm with them. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you know stuff? <laughs> you should. Why well, you ping me every week? <laughs> YouTube got on the course. I didn't. I'm not bitter. But that's how it's going to roll. Right. I think, I think to be honest, I, I think we've covered most of the questions. Um, yeah, I think good. there are um, a couple more that are um, slightly <laughs> ignoring depth. So I think in the interest of time, because um, we don't want to keep you, it is Friday um, afternoon. Should we skip to the section that I like to call? <laughs> this is where we put a jingle. We've got a jingle there, right? Have we got a jingle? We have. Yes. We need a I like to call James's Silly Question. The jingle goes there. Yeah, right. that's enter jingle here. Okay. Okay, so here we go, Michael. Are you ready for this? Go for it. So... If Bill McDermott came to you and he says, you're a CTA, Michael, I want you to come up with a theme for the ServiceNow release names after Zed that's coming up. So they need something completely new. What theme do you go for? I'll give you a couple of examples that's been given to us, which you can't choose again. So Lauren McManaman chose Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you say it, sorry, Lauren, sorry. I don't, you can't laugh every time. <laughs> and uh, Jeremy chose like sports franchises. So, you know, football clubs and things like that. Do you have an idea for a theme for the ServiceNow release names? Aeroplanes. Aeroplanes. That's nerdy. Okay. <laughs> Nerd Is points. that for any reason? Or just... So I'd say outside of work, my other big passion is probably aviation. Uh, ah, okay. Okay. That was going to be one of our questions as well. Outside service now, what's your passion? So aviation. So in terms of, I can only think of Airbus. <laughs> Boeing 767. <laughs> I suppose, yeah, if you go down the whole military route, you've got a lot more. Blackbird. Yeah. Tornado. Typhoon. Ah, um, uh, see. Yeah, yeah. Concorde. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm doing all right. We're doing all right. We're going to sea. Yes. So have you got um have you got a pilot's license then? Can you find? I was working towards it, but then I had kids and that sort of stopped. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. That's the end of that then. <laughs> That's the end of that. Nice. So, aviation. Michael Good. Kelly, aviation. Chalk it up. Aviation. Added to the list. Okay. 
Michael, um, it has been a pleasure having you on, but now we're really to the main point of this podcast, right? Ignore all the CTA stuff, right? It's interesting, but what people are really here for is, <laughs> is to um, witness the Alphabet Challenge. Okay, so we're here for the Alphabet Challenge. So do you know, have you heard of the Alphabet Challenge? I it's have, real famous. Yeah. I'm, I'm an right. avid, avid listener and watcher. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pay you later. You haven't pre-prepared, um, have you? You haven't got a list of yeah. things? No, I haven't got a list. I was like thinking that. about right. it, but I didn't. Yeah. Right. Okay, good, for good. the interest of anyone that's just joining us, um, question one is why haven't you been here before? Go back and check all the others. But... <laughs> The alphabet, the alphabet challenge is where we go from the alphabet, A, B, C, and the rest is obvious. And for each letter, Michael has got to come up with a service now, word or phrase um, that matches that, oh, uh, that that letter. So A would be ACL. You can't use it. I've just said it, right? Okay. <laughs> he was banking on that. <laughs> this is how it's going to go. Um for each, and, and the time limit is timed, right? And the winner gets absolutely nothing, um, but it's basically who gets through the alphabet faster. You can skip points. a letter. Yeah. If you skip a letter, you're going to incur a 10-second penalty. If you say something that, right, okay, this is my game. If you say something I'm not keen on, I'm going to give you a 10-second penalty. <laughs> 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 and we don't know what that is because I make it up as we go along. In Extra <laughs> points for nerdiness. There may be, at some point, I may decide to change the rules on the fly like that, right? Just throw you off course. <laughs> Just and, and it might be at any time, and you don't know when it's coming, right? Oh, well. <laughs> I can see your face just drops. What? <laughs> <laughs> right. So the whole point um, is, anyone listening is completely unorganised. We're just going to go through the alphabet and say some words. That's pretty much it. And James, who's at the top of the leaderboard? Tell us this. Tell us who he's going to be. So at the moment, we have Lauren McManaman, who is currently at the top of the leaderboard with six minutes and three seconds. She incurred zero penalties, by the way. So she went through it uh, with honour as well. So, you know, didn't have to pass and things like that. She thought of those answers and went all the way through. Um, Correct. It was pointed out that if someone did pass all the way through, you may well beat that time quite considerably. <laughs> <laughs> that is not <laughs> if allowed. If you do so, you will be disallowed. You will be disqualified immediately. Not invited <laughs> back on. No retweets <laughs> or reposts. <laughs> In fact, this episode um, will never surface. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, this is completely pointless saying this. Um, no, but no, all the best of luck. I'll be do, be the timekeeper today. Mate. And Russ will take you through the letters. So uh, let me know when you want me to do the countdown. Okay. Are you ready, Michael? Yeah, I'm ready. I, I, do you know what? I love this bit. I love it how everyone sits forward and braces themselves. Love it. That's it. Go on, James. Carry right. in. Three, two, one, begin. A. A. You're not allowed ACL. Autocorrect? Yeah, go on then. B. Business rule. C. Client script. Yes. D. Domain separation. You mentioned that three times now. I think you've got a bit of a thing for domain separation. <laughs> if, there's any, if there's any customers out there looking for domain set, I've found your man. Be one of those. E. Yeah. E. You're not allowed email, by the way. Execution script? Uh, Execution rule? Yeah, go on then. Go yeah, on. Yeah, why not? Why not? Sounds good. 
Friday. F. Um... You're not allowed flow designer. designer. No. <laughs> I told you I was going to You're not allowed flow designer. <laughs> no, I don't think so. That's been given. We'll have another. <laughs> right, listen, listen. He's a CTA. You've got to come up with something better than flow designer. Really? Or field service management. You're not allowed that one over. I'm only kidding. You can have flow designer. Let's keep going. <laughs> flow designer's fine. Glide record. We've got some delayed tactics. <laughs> Host? Yep. Host? Aye. Um, Aye. Moody's is more dramatic. Yeah, true. Get... I usually do like a... Uh, skip. Skip. Oh, oh, we skipped. Penalty. Oh. Jelly. Penalty. Jelly. Yes. Nerdy. Knowledge base. Yes. It's where it gets hard. It's like ow. I think it should be obvious, but. Ow, ow, ow. Look up. I don't even know. Look up rule. Yep. 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 Absolutely. Yeah, That's a good one. Yep. Mid server. Yes. Yes, I told me. Um. Nebula? That's the language they use to write the... Um... Oh, Nebula, I'll, I'll just believe you. Let's just go. I don't know. No. <laughs> Object? It'd be easy, but go on. I'm going to give you, and the next three, if you come up with something item-related, I'm going to give you... I'm going to give you some extra points at the end. Protocol for P? Oh, God. That was too easy. Right, um, okay. You... Quick test? Yeah. Quick test. Yeah. Uh, Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> no, it was good though. Uh, um, run book? Yes. Yeah, yes. Some of these we haven't had before. Script include no. first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Like it. Um, it stops to get hard at the end. Cool. Task. Task. You're thinking it'd be easy, but it's not. It's not fair. There's nothing I can do. I no, can't stop can. it. Update <laughs> <laughs> set for you. Yeah. Yes. This is a good time, by the way. The, 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 you wait. Um, you wait till I throw the curveball, where you've got to go find an item in the house. You... Skip V. Skip V. Skip V. Using the skips very well. Well, uh. Oh, you're gonna say it? Uh, no. Uh, www. No, can't do one for W skip. Oh, you nearly said no, something then. You literally said it. X. Mm. Oh, X, X, X. Um. That yellow does really <laughs> suit you, by the way. I'm just, just thinking. Um, you say it doesn't suit me or it does? No, I said it does. It matches your wallpaper behind you. Oh, yeah. Blend in. Yeah. And all my duckies. <laughs> oh, Cross-site scripting insecurity. Yep, go for it. I like that. That yeah. I'm giving you extra points for that. Please, James, make, oh. uh, make a note of that. Right. Points. This is the one everyone gets oh, stuck this on. This is so I really want someone to say something decent here. I want no, someone to say something. Skip, I can't just... think of anything. Oh, I want to say this oh. time in the bank if you did. Z is Z boot. Z boot, oh. yeah. You're out of Z boot. Yeah. Stop the clock. Okay. All right. 
double clock, stop. Okay. Okay, I'll need to do a bit of sums here. Okay. <laughs> oh, don't worry, that'll be going on there. That'll be going on there. Yeah. <laughs> are we are we given Go extra points? Are we given time off for the cross site? Um well, I shouted it out. Have you already given extra points? Yeah, but I don't know, I don't know what I mean, extra points what mean. What does points but... mean to time? I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> we can give we'll, points. We'll, we'll... We can say you got this time and bonus points. <laughs> right. There was one he got, which was item, a bit of item nerdish on P for protocol. So you can you can cancel out one of the skips if that makes your calculations easier. Ooh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. I think next time we should do it backwards, uh, quickly. <laughs> <laughs> right, come on. What the scores? Like a, have I have the final scores. An approved list of one for everything. Have you been through that process yet? No, of course we haven't. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> and we never will. <laughs> and by the way, come I on, think man. when we did it, I think our time must have been something like eight or nine minutes or oh, something. Something really it was horrific. And, and time, it was really bad. And to make matters worse, it was both of us doing it. Right, so there was two of us. Can I just say, right, that's more embarrassing for you. You're a CMA. You should know everything. Oh, he's <laughs> used the card. He's used the card. Right, come Not on. The swag. What are the scores? <laughs> come on, what's the scores? All right, okay. So time to beat, as a reminder for everybody out there. So, Lauren, six minutes, three seconds. Michael did it in five minutes. 24. Oh. I think you use those passes incredibly well where others have just deliberated for way too long. So I think it's a really good game there. I think I'm going to have to change the game slightly. So even with my annoying chatter, because I know I'm annoying, and trying to change a bit of the rule, <laughs> you, you're still that's not fair. I think we need to come <laughs> up with something a bit more tricky. I'll work on it. I'll work on it. I like the idea of sending you off around the house to go to grab items that begin with that letter, but then you've got nothing to do with service now. Nothing to do with I service we, now. We'll try our best to kind of like, you know, just really distract you as much as possible. Mention random or, or conversations. May, may, yeah, maybe you're allowed like Google and you've got to find an R product doc that... No, well, no, because you could just put a set in. No, right. Uh, anyway, ignore that. Yeah. Well done, Michael. I, I think no, congratulations. You're now <laughs> number one on our leaderboard. Yeah, and you get absolutely nothing. Yeah. So well done for that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess. Well, thank you, Michael, for for joining us, taking part in our game. Um, telling us all about uh, the CTA program and obviously bigging it up and telling us what's involved and the value behind it as well. I guess we'll just leave it um, with any further comments. Do you have anything else to add, Michael, or anything that you want to kind of add to the podcast at this point? No, I think. Um, thanks for having me on, gents. Um, like I said, it's it's been it's been fun. It's been it's been weird to be on the other side. Usually, I'm sitting there listening to you guys, <laughs> which is always. Are good. you going to watch this one back? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Never listen to yourself. Never listen to yourself. That's why our edits are rubbish. We just don't listen to stuff back. <laughs> but um, but on that note, though, Michael, it's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, uh, yeah, season three, we'll have to get you back to see if you can beat your time. Um, but on that note, I think we'll remains us to say, I've been Russ. I've been James. And I've been Michael. And this is Service Ducks. <laughs> <laughs>